Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, this is Neil from Fantasy Football Scout and you're listening to the Weekly Team News. If you'd like to watch it live, the stream is every Friday at 3pm. So if you're interested, just go to YouTube and search for Fantasy Football Scout. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone, now you can hear me. That was my fault for once. Um, Can't blame Neil. Neil's got a new computer, new haircut. Everything's looking great. Yes. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Team News ahead of uh, Game Week 2. Um, I'm joined by Neil, our Team News expert. Um, how are you, Neil? Not too bad. Yeah, as, as you said there, I've, I've got my um, laptop fixed now because I was cutting out last week. So uh, new charging port installed, um, new router. Ooh. Obviously, you've got the webcam and the microphone, a recent upgrade as well. So, nothing is going to go wrong this afternoon. Absolutely guaranteed. Well, it's really gone wrong because I've got the wrong screen on the screen. It says printed <laughs> lineups and it's Game Week 2 Team News, and <laughs> no one heard me for the intro. So, <laughs> other than that, it's, cool, well. it's going great. Um, loads to talk about, um, loads of Team News to discuss. I don't think there's been anything catastrophic, has there? No. So. No. Not really. Yeah, we'll um, we'll cover all, all 20 teams as we always do. But yeah, if the too long didn't read thing is that I don't think there's anything major for us to, to worry about. Um, let's start with Villa and Everton uh, then. Let's start with the home team um, as usual. A few people sweating on Leon Bailey. What's the update with him? Uh, if he's frozen, have you you back? Hello? Are you still there? Yes. Yeah, I am. Are you there? Yeah. Are you froze at me there? I don't know what was... Mm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, hopefully you can hear me. Um, so, Villa, we didn't get much in the way of uh, bona fide team news from, from Gerard. Not what I've seen anyways. This is one of the ones I haven't actually seen all the way through. But I don't think we were aware of too many injury concerns. Um, uh, Courtney Houses out longer term. Um Bailey was mentioned. He was asked about Bailey in terms of his, uh, his sort of his going condition and form. Um, of course, the all most of us, a lot of us, want him to start this week. We got him in as an early season punt, and Gerald says he's been looking sharp, including in training this morning. So I did hear some suggestions that he might have had a, a knock from last weekend, but that doesn't seem to have amounted to anything. And obviously, he was training today, and Gerald's been tipping him up physically anyway. I said he looks sharp and healthy in a good place after the, the disappointments of last season. Now, obviously, that doesn't guarantee him a start tomorrow, but um, you'd welcome words um, because he was critical of, of some other things from last weekend. 
very disappointing defeat to Bournemouth. And Bailey was the one, I think, the one midfielder uh, who stayed on the entire ninety minutes. I think he made Gerard made five subs, um, and I think all of them were the other the other members of that midfield and attack. Yeah. So okay. Bailey was the only one who stood on, uh, who stayed on. And um, I'm an owner myself, and I'll be starting him against Everton. You think with the temperatures that we are, the are tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be in the 30s for most games. You'll see some game time because I think there'll be a lot of changes, a lot of energy being sapped. So uh, I'm sure he'll be on the pitch at some point, and I'm hoping for a start. Yep. What about Watkins? Anything? Any news? There's some rumours that he's fallen out with Gerard, right? But anything concrete on that? Well, I've not seen anything yet. As I say, I'll watch that in its entirety all the way through because there's been so many in that lunchtime rush. Um, nothing on the transcribed quotes on the Villa website, although they would cherry pick the more positive ones. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll I'll look into that, but uh, I doubt Gerard would be particularly open if there had been a row. Um, Ings stunk the pace out a bit last week, so um, if there isn't any kind of tiff, then you'd think what well, can stand's a good chance of coming back in. But I'll, again, I'll consult the local rags see if there's anything. Uh, more substantial on that. Yep. Uh, Jenko says this is the best he's ever seen you look on a stream. So that's nice. Well, that's not much. That's not much <laughs> praise, to be honest. Um, yeah, usually quite ragged by the end of a end of a working Friday, and um, most of my clothes now are stained in some variety. I haven't shaved in weeks. Generally speaking, on a, on a team news video, thanks to me, uh, my son, um, but and this job. But thanks very much. I'll take that compliment. Yeah, I've set, I've set such a low bar that it's probably um, a <laughs> minor improvement. But cheers very much. Yeah, men's style says gingers are going to perish into dust in the heat as well. So, yeah, yeah, I said the same thing about Colback yesterday. <laughs> and then oh, yeah, not in them. Not in them forecast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, we digress. Uh, it is Everton next. Lampard, Gerard, the first battle between yeah, them as managers, right? It is. Don't think they played last yeah. year. No, they didn't. I thought they had, but uh, because Lampard came in in, I think, January. But they must have, they must have just yeah. missed each other. Um, so actually, not very much in terms of news, team news from Lampard. It was normally quite forthcoming. I just think he wasn't asked, and there might be some coming out later in the embargo section. But we do know that Godfrey and Mina are going to be out probably long term. Godfrey's definitely out for three months with a fractured fibula. Yeri Mina has seen a specialist this week about his uh, ankle ligament issue. So they brought in Connor Cordy. In the meantime, obviously two centre halves down. They've got one back in the form of Cordy, and I'm sure he'll be starting this weekend. Uh, Rondon's back from suspension as well, and maybe later on we'll, we'll hear more on um, the likes of Davies and Gomez. But um, uh, yeah, pretty short and sweet press conference from Lampard this morning. So Rondon is the only recognised striker in the club. Yeah, Calvert Lewin's of course out as well for I think about six weeks. Wow. Um, was asked about Rondon and, and whether it's a given he will start, given that he's the only bona fide centre forward. But he said we're still weighing it up. Um, did mention that some players have had dis- sort of disjointed pre seasons for one reason or the other. So there's no guarantees that Rondon does actually start. And he he might go with um, what he did last week, a sort of a false nine in the shape of Gordon or maybe Deli Ali. Um, so yeah, uh, short of of genuine goal getters because even though if Rondon does start and he's a striker he's not someone who's been particularly prolific in his career and certainly not in his time on at Goodison yep confident Dean owner if Rondon starts not going to lie uh, let's move over to Arsenal next um, again a few, a few sweating over players like Zinchenko um, Salab obviously had a, had a great first game but there's Ben White knocking around and uh, Tommy Asu what's the kind of update with, with some of these players but he's nearly got a fully fit squad, so that's Ooh. obviously obviously going to 
add to their risk, I think, in the medium term. Certainly when there's a game week four to seven, when the, or game week four to six, when there's there's three in a week, and then the Champions League and Europa League kicks in then. Um, so they've got, they already had Tierney back last weekend uh, on the bench. Um, Tommy Asu, Smith Rowe, and Vieira all been in training this week, been reintegrated into full team training. And Arteta said some of those will be in the squad tomorrow. So I do think it'll be bench duty for all, all the above. Um, but you know, obviously medium term, there will be some, I think, chopping and changing within that, within that squad as he, as he juggles commitments home and abroad. Excellent. And how about Leicester? They haven't, Sold their players yet? So I'm guessing yeah. Rogers is relatively happy. Yeah, I was wondering where they were, but of course it was it was yesterday when Rogers faced the media. Yeah, a lot of questions about Fafana, as you can imagine. Um, nothing new on the team news front. So just who we knew already was out. So Pereira's out for six months. Um, Barnes is still out. He's still complaining of irritation in his knee, so he's out for the foreseeable. No time frame put on him. And Ryan Burton's the other one who's been out for a, a long time, but nothing nothing new. Okay, great. Uh, moving over to Brighton next. Great result for them against Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, it's, our, it's the battle of the team news. It's Brighton versus Newcastle. It is. <laughs> yeah, I think um, two two quietly impressive teams as well. I think uh, Potter's really got them in a, into a good-looking team now. And Howe's really working his magic with some of the... Some of the... Well, the Dross. I mean, some of the players we had. I mean, Joe Linton was a laughing stock, wasn't he? And then um, even people like Emil Kraft and, and Fabian Shea were were sort of on the way out, I think, in Newcastle, and he's revitalised all those players. So, yeah, I think it'll be um, a decent game, probably quite low-scoring, mm. two decent defences. Brighton team news, nothing new, much like Leicester, so Jakob Moda is the long-term one, and I think that's it. I think that's the only absentee for Brighton. Uh, question about Welbeck from Potter, uh, uh, directed to Potter, and he said he's in a great physical condition. Yeah, he is. Um, looking very good. Um, Newcastle, a few more things to report. So Shelby, this is this is quite key if you've got Gomares, Bruno. Um, Shelby's going to be out for up to 12 weeks. He's had surgery on his uh, hamstring. Um, and he's, that'll probably put him out until maybe after the World Cup, certainly around about then anyway. Um, and now, of course, the knock-on effect for that is that Bruno goes into that number six role. At least he did last weekend, played against Forrest in a, in a deeper role. Um, and how was asked about whether he'd, he'd add his options in the transfer market, but he says he's, he's currently happy with what he's got, which suggests that it's either going to be Bruno or uh, Sean Longstaff playing in that Shelby role, which is the the base of the Newcastle midfield. Now, if Bruno's playing there as he did last weekend, then few opportunities to get forward. Not doesn't completely negate him as a as an FPL asset, but you should be aware that he's going to be shooting less and probably in the penalty box less. Um, and we saw that last weekend. I think Willick, it was who took his position as the number eight, got in got in there a lot more. Yeah. Bruno was kinda of hanging back a bit more. Still had a brilliant game, but um one to one thing to to note if you're an FPL owner. Um elsewhere Lascelles is expected to be fine after a thigh injury. He'll not be starting anyway. Uh, same with Lewis and Fernandez back in training, building up match fitness, but um uh, not part of the first team uh, shake up by any stretch. Uh, Emil Kraft, who I've just mentioned before, he's uh, Trippier's backup, and he's got a back issue, which is giving him jip. Um, nothing serious, but he'll be out of this one as well. Yeah, I think Gamirazonas kind of know what they're what they're getting right. You know, you're going to get a player yeah. who's, who's going to play quite deep sometimes, but he's very intelligent and makes good runs and could be on the end of things. The stats are never going to paint him to be like an amazing FPL asset, but if you stick with him, you just got to kind of ride it out and hope that he does start chipping in. But he's 
probably he's an avoid for me with, with Shelby. Oh, I, I think so. I yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, next is the game I'm dreading. Manchester City versus Bournemouth. I go into this as the only FPL manager, I think, without Haaland in my side. Um, is he a doubt? <laughs> a nice try, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, they've only got a handful of, of, of doubts for this one. Laporte, obviously, is still out for this. I think we'll be until September. Um, the other two names mentioned are, are very much peripheral figures. So Calvin Phillips, who's obviously a new arrival. He's having some niggles, according to Pep. And Cole Palmer, who will see more game time this year, I'm sure, because the City's pretty thin squad, but he's got um, a foot problem. I think he got a knock on his foot, and he's, um, I think he's out of tomorrow. Certainly a big doubt. The rest are perfect, according to mm. Pep. Um, was talking about Haaland, said it's still early days for him to, you know, there's a, a particularly um, sensationalist question from a journalist saying how good is he compared to all the other players you've managed. He's only been with him a month. And um, Pep said as much. But, you know, talked him up as, as he generally does with his players. Um, also from Pep, a bit of confirmation about um, something that could affect Cancelo. So they've just signed a new left back, Sergio Gomez from Anderlecht, I believe. Um, not a name many of us will be completely aware about. He's very young. Um, uh, played for the Spain under the 21s. But Pep did confirm he's going to be part of the first team squad this season. And there were suggestions that he might actually go up and loan this, this Gomez figure. But um, Pep says he's going to be part of that left back pool along with Cancelo. And it was either lad, young, uh, Josh uh, Wilson as brand. Uh, so back up for Cancelo at first, but then probably used as a relief. Um, in League Cup games, maybe the yeah. Champions League game, maybe manage minutes um, when Cancelo's coming off, maybe on the 70th minute mark, but eventually will be part of that um, full-back rotation. Surely good news for Walker Rovers as well. Yeah, I saw that. I think, was it um, Mark had mentioned that mm. on Twitter as well? I, he, he, yeah, because I think the, the feeling was that Gomez might come in and then go out on loan and then they'd recruit a more senior full-back option, perhaps one a bit like Cancelo could play both sides. But um, yeah, uh, devoid of genuine left back, uh, right back competition, apart from Cancelo, which was which was the case. So really, they've only got two seniors, and then Gomez himself is, is, is a rookie, and I'm sure it'll be a while before he's a, a regular feature in that in that rotation mix. So good news for now for Walker. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, how about Bournemouth? Bournemouth, um, yes, another one who was who was yesterday. Um, they are still about Rothwell and they're still about Fredericks, who are weeks away. Uh, Brooks, of course, is, is still building up match fitness after that um, at cancer battle, which thankfully he has won. And I think that is it. Excellent. Let's move over to Southampton versus Leeds mm. uh, next. Southampton, really poor, I thought, against Spurs. Um, I know Spurs have obviously a good side and going to be competing, but... God, the space they were letting them have in midfield, and we, you know, we talked about kind of, you know, having to play Gineppo at left back or whatever it was, and Valerie at centre yeah. back. It's there's rumours of unrest already in the in the camp. It's not looking like going to be a particularly nice season for Southampton, I think. No, we, we we have thought that for a while. I mean, they're a weird, weird team, and they look absolutely abject, and they go on long losing runs, and then all of a sudden, something like they stumble on some kind of winning formula, and then they go on a particularly good run themselves. Um, and that's what's kept them up in the last few seasons, these sort of 10-game stretches where they're in brilliant form. Then either side, they're pretty pretty poor. Um, so, yeah, a good time to play them, you'd think. Uh, still sort of bedding in new players, and they haven't really got many 
inform straighters. Um, bar Liancor, who's got a knee problem, and Liveramental, who's a, a long-term absentee. I think they're fine on the fitness from Southampton. Um, Nathan Teller's about to move away on loan. And uh, we're not sure about Walcott. He hasn't been in training for a while. But nothing nothing major on the team's front. Leeds, um, I don't think there's anything new in terms of uh, bad news. Some good news, though. They've got Dan James back from suspension. They've also got three previously injured players available as well. So Forshaw, uh, Cooper and Sinistera, all training and eligible for the weekend, according to the manager. Uh, James and Sinistera look like they're going to be on the bench, if you're worried, as a, a Harrison owner or a, an Aronson owner. So I don't think he'll change it from last weekend. Um, and he said as much about uh, Sinistera, especially lacking in match fitness. Same a bit with James. Uh, which just leaves uh, Furpo, who was a couple of weeks away, Luke Aylin as well, and Stuart Dallas, who's a bit more longer term. So getting players back, Leeds. Excellent. Uh, we're halfway through. If you could just uh, subscribe to the channel, if you haven't already, and like this video, it'd be much appreciated. You'll note the graphic has 73,000 subscribers on it. We're now at 78,000. That shows that we've been we've been improving steadily over pre-season. Uh, once that gets to 80,000, I'll change the graphic as well, and then that'd be nice. So help us get to 80,000. Uh, subs so i can do that um right wolves are next and they are playing fulham wolves what have we got oh yeah um another one that was part of the lunchtime rush so jimenez and Moutinho are still out um they have got samedo and adama traore remember him he's back yeah uh, technically available for selection but uh bruno lager said that they are uh, lacking in match fitness both of them samedo has been on for a long time i think to the back end of last season Priorities, but he missed most of the pre-season as well. So bench duty beckons for those two at best. Um, they have got new signing as well. Um, what's his face? Is it Guedes? Yep. I can't pronounce his name. Um, yeah, so uh, Bruno was talking about him a bit and saying he can play, as we knew, he can play in a variety of positions. Um, I can play as a striker, as a winger, as a second striker. He played all those positions at Benfica. Um, so uh, a versatile option who may end up playing perhaps through the middle uh, while Jimenez is absent because last weekend they had a bit of a um, well sort of a fluidish front four with with Huang I think Huang was the nominal striker I might be wrong but I think it was Pordens and Neto either side and then Gibbs White kind of playing just off um, but Guedes sounds like he's going to be uh, a versatile option and probably a first teamer uh, eventually, once he's sort of up to speed, uh, might be bench duty at first, but um, uh, a big money signing and, and mm. uh, someone we'll probably do a scout report on, I think, um, in the coming days because I, I must admit I'm not overly aware of him bar some sort of stats and, and newspaper, newspaper reports, but um, another Portuguese midfielder. Yep. yep. Any news on Gibbs White? Because I hear he's been heavily linked with a move away, but started at the yeah, weekend. F- starting Forest again. Forest yeah, Forrest were linked, I think, uh, 40 million or so bandied around, which seems like a lot. Um, they seem to be focusing on other targets now, Forrest, I would, I think, signed a few more players in the interim. So, um, yeah, I would, I would, I haven't done the pretty lineups yet for Wolves, but I would, I would think he starts again. Wasn't a bad performance last weekend by Wolves. Not, wasn't great by any stretch, but, um, I think Bruno said he was quite happy with the overall display by one or two things. So, yeah, there were um, signs. I thought that they yeah, can, a couple of promising. I think it yeah. was yeah, Neto probably the liveliest of the of the, yeah. of the four. Um, 
So that's where the, the fantasy money would be for now, I think. Yep. Uh, how about Fulham? Fulham, uh, I think they were, yeah, they were yesterday as well. Scott Parker and um, another blow. Uh, they're already out without Harry Wilson, who was a big part of the team last season. Um, uh, one of the wingers they've got. Now they signed a, another winger, Mana Solomon, is really uh, perhaps to, to compensate for that. And he's got injured. He's another long-term absentee now with another knee injury. So they're all both, those are both out. Um, apart from that, it looks okay. I think uh, Chalabar's rejoined the squad, so um, all good otherwise. Yep, excellent. Uh, Brentford and Manchester United. Next, um, coming back from 2-0 down, Brentford, they'll be happy with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not not. Uh, I wasn't too happy because I got I've ward between the posts. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but there we go. I think I'm already regretting that decision. Same. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, Canos. I think AJ and Pinnock. I think are all still out. Pinnock certainly is longer term. I think AJ and and Canos are not too far away now. Um, Damsgaard is a big sort of talking point from the press conference. New signer from uh, Sampdoria, and he's not going to start. Against United, according to Thomas Frank, he's uh, definitely considering bringing him in the squad. That was his quote. So uh, much like Ericsson, I think at first, um, I think Ericsson was was he a sub at first and then then started. Uh, I think it might be a gradual integration because there's there's some suggestion of health issues as well. I think was it arthritis or something with Damsgaard? Oh, really? okay. Yeah, um, but uh, Thomas Frank said he, he sort of passed the medical with flying colours, so maybe not an issue. But yeah, he won't be starting this weekend anyway. And um, another player we might uh, run a run a scout report on before uh, before he comes into the start eleven because Brentford's got some very good fixtures. Yep. Uh, from now on. And De Silva, you know, has got the goal yeah. in him and kind of mm-hmm. hoping maybe he could get a run in the team. But I guess Damsgaard makes could. Him too much of a gamble now. Well, I don't know where Damsgaard's going to play because I mean he's quite versatile. He could play take that Ericsson slot, um, but he's played quite a lot on the left wing as well. So. That's where uh, Yuan Wiss has been playing. So um, we'll see where he ends up. But yeah, De Silva came off the bench. I think even without Damsgaard, he's still not sure of a start because I think Jensen did all right before or De Silva replaced him. So um, what you want from 4.5 midfielders is guaranteed game time. And De Silva probably doesn't quite yep. give you that just yet. Yep. Uh, United. Really mm. poor from them. Um, oh, can't blame really Pogba. Can't blame Ronaldo. I thought they were better when Ronaldo came on. Will he start? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Well, I think Ten Hag was sort of intimating that. Um, team news is, is the same. So Martial and Lindelof are still out. And obviously Martial being out um, boosts the, the game time prospects of Ronaldo. So last weekend they started with, um, of course, the false nine. And then Ronaldo came on uh, at the break, I think. It was certainly second half. And, um, yeah, as you said there, looks better for it. And Ten Hag was asked about that this morning, said he's had a good training week. Um, he's now had two and a half games um, in terms of accumulated game time. Uh, so, yeah, played a bit in, at the end of pre-season as well. So, um, I think Ten Hag was kind of pointing us towards that direction. And it didn't really work last weekend. Uh, not having a bona fide striker, so um, I would think he comes in for this. Yep. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, let's go over to Forest next, who are playing West Ham. Both lost yep. uh, at the weekend against good sides, though. You know, difficult. James's part these days, not easy. And of course, City, yeah. not easy. Um, let's go to Forest first. So many new signings. I can't even keep track of who they've got. 
these days. <laughs> Any news? No. Well, I know. I mean, they've, they've, uh, there's the fellow arriving from um, Atlanta, whose name escapes me. But they've also been linked with Czechiarty this morning, another one. Right. I think we're well into double figures now. I think possibly 15 signings or something. Um, but they might need them this weekend because they've got another injury. So they're already out, Ryan Yates and Steve Cook. Who uh, were absent last weekend. Uh, Scott McKenna, who's another centre-half, is a major doubt after picking up something in training. So um, they're going to have to have a, at least one change that start at 11. Um, but yeah, fleshing out the squad a lot now. And um, based on numbers, you would think they've got the best chance of the three now to, to stay up. I know Fulham and Bournemouth were the more oppressive of the three teams on the opening weekend, but... Um, we've heard Parker and, and Silva talking, complaining about a lack of depth in their respective squads, and then and Cooper's got the opposite problem now. He's got a real solid core of players, who, and he's now got options in pretty much every position. Mm. It's a uh, Remo Froiler they've signed. That's him. That's uh, him. Yeah. Who is their fourteenth summer signing? Yeah, and, and possibly the biggest one of the lot. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently they've got their set sight on Malinowski. Have they? So Euro <laughs> Euro. Um, players of, of the game will remember him. He was a widely tipped to, to yeah. be a star. I mean, that and, and yeah. didn't really deliver, but hell of a player. Mark did. I interviewed Mark in the summer or sent him some questions um, about uh, a Forest team preview. And he did warn me saying, this squad we have now is going to not even resemble the one that kicks off in game yeah. one. And it, it pretty much replaced every, or certainly got options, new options in every single position now. We've never seen that work before, have we? In the, That's in... true. <laughs> I'm thinking of that like, Villa, Villa did it as well. Fulham yeah, did it, have done it Fulham, in the past. Fulham, yeah, 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 yeah. That is true. Um, I guess you could argue that Forest calibre players are, are slightly a step up from from what Fulham did last time. But yeah, you're right. It'll take take time for them to gel. Mm. Um, and I think Cooper is trying to strike that balance between uh, momentum from last season because he had six new signings last weekend, so five regulars from the Championship. And he's obviously trying to trying to straighten yeah. that balance, but yeah, it did look like they were a team who just hadn't gelled yet yeah. last weekend against Newcastle. We were good, but they didn't get a sniff. Well, Malinowski, one year in his contract left, and obviously just signed his teammate. So you never know. Watch watch this space. Um, West Ham. Hello. Hello. Lost you there for a second. <laughs> I, I missed the talk of Malinowski. I think it's you. I don't think it's I think it's me too now. <laughs> oh, well. I did see what can go wrong. Uh, West Ham. Sorry. What's that yes, West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah. Yeah, I did miss that question. Um, so Moyes, seeing that I've got a similar group to last week. Um, he's been very vague again. Dawson's doing quite well. So I don't know what that means. He's going to be assessed. Antonio had a knock, but he's trained today. Um, Ogbonna's obviously coming back from a long-term layoff. Fabianski's the... The sort of um, one we're not completely sure about. He, Moyes confirmed he picked up an injury last weekend, but uh, in the transcribed quotes I've seen from West Ham's website, didn't really offer much beyond that. Again, I'll watch that um, fully later on, see if there's any better prognosis on that. But uh, um, all I saw from Moyes is that Fabianski picked up a knock last weekend and that was it. There was no okay. yes or no, but whether he's going to be available. But I'll, uh, I'll check up on that later. Okay. Uh, Chelsea Spurs next big game this you know in the battle for the yeah. top four this could be a, a, a really key uh, battle mm. uh, let's start with Chelsea um, there's a certain FPL legend who may well be departing 
Yeah, he's on his on his way out by the sounds of it. Alonso, he's not going to be considered for this one um, because he's still trying to, to force that move away. I think to Barcelona, that's what that was what the suggestions was. And uh, Tuchel says he's not going to be part of the well, squad they, they tomorrow. Got, they got money to burn, haven't they? So yeah, why not buy another player? <laughs> exactly. He seems like an exactly sort of um, Barcelona silent as well. Like they're not really looked too closely into his attributes, other than he's, he's sort of a headline grabbing goal getting wing back, but lacking in so many other areas of his game. Seems like a bit of a Barcelona signing. <laughs> um, Kovacic is out as well. That's down to injury. So he's got a bit of a troublesome knee and he's out of this one. But apart from that, uh, Tuchel says everyone else is available. Um, so we'll see what he does with the with the team selection this weekend. Yep. Now you broke some hearts last week and then you gave everyone a slither of hope with Ivan yeah. Perisic. And then you start, and everyone's hearts yeah. were broken uh, once again. Should have stuck to my guns instead of trying to pay attention to all the <laughs> Tottenham fans on the on the forums and that. Yeah, it was it was. But then obviously then Cessnion scored. So yeah, who, I, I'm get is Cessnion going to be in the predicted lineup this this week? I'm guessing probably. Well, isn't. I would think. Yeah, I mean, Conte after the match said um, some pretty telling quotes, and it was about keeping faith with the players from last season until the sort of congestion starts, and that's when we'll need the the new lads. There's, that's not to say that will there won't be a change or two this weekend. He might decide horses for courses with one or two players, but um, if we're taking Conti at his word from last weekend and he rewarded the form of 2021-22 with starts last weekend, then will he do the same after a 4-1 win when pretty much everyone excelled against Chelsea? Now, you could argue that Perisic would be a better uh, fit for the Chelsea game because uh, he's got that extra nouse, that sort of tactical insight from the wing-back position who could, who could combat that thread down the right. But then again, you can, you can use any kind of logic to make any sort of point that you want about either player. Cessnion's got the continuity, the momentum, the, the form. Um, Perisic has got the, you know, world-weary, the sort of, yeah, that knowledge of, of that position over many, many years. Um, I'll be sti- I'll probably be sticking with Cessnion in the, in the team news lineup. I'm just going off what Conte said, but it's going to, it's going to be some it's a week to week uncertainty. Yeah. yeah, and it will only get worse. It will only get worse when, when the Champions League kicks off. Um, and perhaps actually that may be easier because there'll be sort of Wednesday, Saturday turnarounds. If we see one one of them starting mm. in Europe, then we might assume that the other one's going to come in on, on, on the following weekend. But um, yeah, not someone you're going to be able to rely on for, for game time or sustained game time. Anytime soon, which by the is, sounds of it. Which is what you've always said right from the start. Yeah. 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 I think I'm going to have to hop off that train. I was all set to save the transfer, but it's just, it just seems to be getting worse and worse with, with his like, you know, quotes about, about that position. So, and I look at Walker and I think, you know, actually, this signing means he probably is a bit more now. So I might, as a spoiler, I might end up making that move from mm-hmm. Perisic to Walker uh, this week. Um, but anyway, something about my team. Uh, Spurs, any other news from them? Yes, yeah, Skip's still out for a couple of weeks. Richarlison's back from suspension, so he'll be uh, probably eating into the game time of one of the front three. Uh, and Clement Langley as well, uh, the new centre-half, is going to be missing very lightly because of uh, fatigue in his adductor or abductor. We're not sure, quite sure which one it was, but muscle tightness or muscle tiredness, and he's very likely to be out of this one. But I think otherwise, everyone's fine. OK, cool. And the final game, which is on Monday... Mm. Uh, is Liverpool versus Palace. Everyone's heads are being turned off Salah uh, onto Haaland. But you know, yeah. there are injuries at Liverpool. There are there was there a really poor performance from them against Fulham. 
Um, what's Klopp said about, about team news? Well, before getting to that, of course, one thing I hadn't really considered, I mean, I'm back in Harlem with the armband, but um, one thing I hadn't considered would be the, the cooler temperatures on Monday night in Liverpool. I mean, Saturday afternoon, three o'clock, I mean, it's going to be 30-something in, in Manchester and everywhere else. So you think it'd be quite a draining game, mm. whereas by the time we get to, to, um, to Monday evening, a bit, a bit cooler. Yeah, but Harlem doesn't need to run. You can just stand in one place and everyone seems to be feeding the ball and Born for going to be knackered. I'm more worried about it from a, That's from a temperature <laughs> point are, of view. Um, you know, top athletes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, team news wise, um, I think it's as you were with the, with the addition of Thiago, who's now joined the injury list. That now consists of, of uh, 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 Oxford Chamberlain, Kelleher, Canarty, and Jones. Um, Keita's back, Naby Keita from an illness, and Simicast trained today, I think, for the first time, but um, none of the big names really. That we care about. Um, was some quotes about uh, Salah and Darwin from Klopp and Firmino. Um, he described uh, Salah and Darwin as a cool partnership. Of course uh, he did. <laughs> yeah, two players who were determined to score and be in the decisive areas. Um, he also talked of Diaz as well and how, how I mean, he was like a, a post's width from, from scoring himself. Um, but then went on to champion Firmino as well. See how how very important he he is, and how it was the team's fault really for for not feeding him in that first half. He was the one who got hooked pretty early. Not buying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, of course he's yeah. He's, you're going to talk up your own players, yeah. aren't you? Even the ones that are under fire. Um, so we said he's not going to judge him on one game or two games or whatever. And um, he's uh, obviously he's got the nod in the last three over Darwin, but uh, he, gradually. He's eaten away at Firmino's chances of a start, I think, and um, it'd be very hard for a club to overlook Darwin after what he's done. Not just in the Community Shield and, and last weekend, but also in that, that friendly against Leipzig as well, when he, again he came off the bench uh, to, to Hall. So, um, yeah, Darwin edging ever closer to that start. Um, but he doesn't need me to start. He does so much damage off the yep. bench. He does indeed. Uh, Bernardo in the chat says you've got to take into account X temperature. I wonder if anyone will actually switch Haaland to Salah based on your your temperature analysis. I've just missed what you said there. Sorry, <laughs> you dropped out. I just said Bernardo in the chat says we've got to take into account X temperature. And I yeah. I wonder if anyone will switch Haaland to Salah based on what you said about the yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, the 30 degree heat. in. A, on, on I'd never even considered it until um, someone mentioned it in the, in the FFS chat section and... Klopp was asked about it, saying, oh, the fixture calendar's done you, done you a favour by putting it on Monday night. To which he prickled and said that, well, Palace have got exactly the same advantage of playing in cooler temperatures. But, uh, yeah, one of those things that you're not, you're not really going to know the, the impact of it until probably after the after the, after the the game's finished. I mean, they're all super fit athletes. They're all... It's August. They've only had one game. They've had a full week. Um, do the temperatures really affect the game that much I mean if it was like 40 maybe but they all do warm weather training in the summer they all train in sunnier climes in Spain and elsewhere Dubai um, so um, maybe we're overthinking that one people say we overthink FPL no <laughs> we, we very much do <laughs> uh, final team then of the week the final team of the team news is then Palace there's obviously not a huge oh, yes. investment in, in their players no. um, but what can what can you say about their team how they shaping up well I've got an update for you on Nathan Ferguson, who is no. um, set for another spell on the sidelines. Uh, he's um, Vieira would only confirm that he's had a setback, 
but um, media reports suggest he's going to be out for, I think, could be two months. Nathan! I know, so close to getting back as well. <sighs> One day. Um, poor lad, I mean, I do feel sorry for him. So do I. I mean, I laugh about him every week, but he's, he's I mean, it must be pretty taxing and like mentally to get that fit again and then to pick up something else. Absolutely, yeah. But not yeah, not not going to be around on Monday night. Um, neither is MacArthur or Tompkins. But someone who is back and got a chance of being in the squad is Michael Alicia, who looked very decent in the back end of last season. Uh, now he's been out all summer, I think since May or, or April. So um, I'm sure it'll be bench duty at first and then building up his minutes, much like Eze was last year with, with Vieira. Um, so you'll not see him in the, in the starting eleven for a while, probably. But um, one, a player to monitor for when Palace's fixture swing, uh, when, when that's like a long time away, a game like nine or ten or something like that. But they've got some really good fixtures, I think, after the international break. And um, they've got some very, very cheap midfielders like Eze and Alicia. Yep. Who, uh, who've got potential. Excellent. Um, fantastic stuff, Neil, as always. Um, we have had a super chat. We don't normally get these and we don't normally answer them if we did, but this is a nice, easy one for you. Um, who's going to be in your predicted lineup for City out of Ake and Stones? Um, I'm not giving that much thought. I would have thought Ake. Yeah, given sorry, that I, thought, I thought this was going to be an easy one. Didn't mean well, I, I, Stones hasn't, <laughs> I don't think Stones has played a minute, um, even over the summer. Now, eventually we'll have to, have to get those minutes. Um, but Aki is the only the only sort of true left sided option at centre half with Laporte out, and and I know it was um, wasn't overly convincing the Community Shield, but they got the nod last weekend, and I, I would think Aki and Diaz again. That'll be where my money was. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Stones maybe coming back in. Then I sort of give me three or four over the Champions League game, perhaps. He's got to get minutes eventually. Do you think that is that would be the, the first choice partnership we would report out if if Stones was fit? Do you think he'd be playing over Ake? Well, I, I don't. I think is I don't know because Pep likes a left footer, isn't it? At, yeah, yeah. Left, he likes a left footer at the left side of centre half. Um, no, he has played with Stones and DS before, but I, I don't remember it being. I might be wrong. I don't remember it being overly successful um, because he likes that mm. Ake or Laporte. He likes him to have that. Ability to open up and play the ball left to the left, um, whereas Diaz and Stones are constantly sort of shifting the ball back into their right foot. So, um, barring any sort of catastrophic dip in form, I would think Ake is is the position to be held. But I'm I'm no Pep. Yeah, he's I, much I improved. Ake, I think he's, he is. He's, he's, come, he's yeah. come on a lot. Yeah, he was very much, very much backup for like the yeah. first season. But then now he's 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 a lot better than what he used to be. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Thank you everyone so much for watching. Uh, just a final shout, if you have enjoyed this video, do give us a like, do subscribe to the channel um, as well as we push for 80,000 uh, subscribers. Neil, thank you so much as always, all your hard work. Check out Neil's stuff on Fantasy Football Scout. Check out the predicted lineups, um, which will all be there as well, and all the articles and stuff that everyone's doing. It's all amazing uh, stuff. Uh, and we'll be back next week for the team news. Actually, I won't be here next week because I'm going camping. Oh. So you will be on with Joe. Ah, good old Joe. Good old Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, excellent stuff. Thanks a lot, Neil. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you soon.